0: The College Baseball Experience NCAA Tournament Bracket Picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group. Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100 at slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app. Make sure you download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts and content. So grab that thing today and let it ride. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Experience NCAA tournament bracket picks episode. My name is Kobe Swinging Dandamase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick.
1: When Dundee happened, he was a superstar.
0: You're goddamn right, he was. Oh man, we got the NCAA tournament with baseball. What's not to love? A real playoff, not an invitational. I am joined by my co-host, the Heartbeat of the College Baseball Experience. Give it up for SGPN contributor. Anywhere he lays his hat is his home. Give it up for Noah B. Nick. How you doing, Noah?
1: How are we doing, Colby? I'm doing all right. Um, Thursday here, Thursday afternoon. We're gonna try to get this up for the people before the bracket and the games begin on Friday. So let's knock this thing out of the park, all right.
0: There you go. Man, that's just heat. Uh, so let's just hop into it. Here we are, NCAA tournament upon us. Finally, postseason. You know, it's always better in the postseason. Let's be honest; doesn't matter the sport as long as you. I mean, well, with exception for for the most part, to college football, FBS. Uh, you get a, uh, you get you get a nice playoff. Uh, you know what. College baseball, college basketball, whatever. NFL, NBA. It's always better in the postseason for the most part. Here we go. Looking at this bracket, we have the number one overall seed, the Tennessee Volunteers in Knoxville. And 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 looking at their region. I'm curious what, what you make of this one. Cause we got the Tennessee volunteers squaring off against the Alabama state Hornets. If memory serves me, correct. Shout out to Alabama state uh, and uh, you know, Tennessee is 53 and seven. Yes. Don't adjust the podcast <laughs> 53 and seven. That's incredible. Uh, Alabama state got in 34 and 23. They're the four seed, uh, chalk chalk McGee over here. I'm going Vols all day here. What are you doing, Noah?
1: Yeah, you have to. You can't take Alabama State to beat Tennessee in this first round matchup. Um, Tennessee, they're number one in the country in home runs, number one in the country in ERA, number one in the country in team WHIP. Uh, They're twenty and three against the top five, top fifty in the RPI. And their home record on the year is thirty four and three. I'm not going to take the four seed to upset them in this regional. So let's get to the two three seed matchup here.
0: Yeah, and this one's interesting because you got the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets at thirty four and twenty two. And man, this program has been on the rise. They just had a a, a uh, not Georgia Tech. I'm talking about the uh, the Campbell Camels. You know, they just had their best football recruiting class ever, which charted in the top seventy five. Uh, including FBS. Uh, this program, I feel like in basketball, they're getting better. In football, they're getting better. In their baseball program, 40 and 17 this year. Watch out, Yellow Jackets. Who are you taking here, Noah?
1: Yeah, I got Campbell in this game. Um, they got an absolute stud in Thomas Harrington that's going to be going for them on the mound against Georgia Tech. Um, Tennessee, Georgia Tech, and Campbell all rank in the top 10 in the country in home runs. So this is going to be a very fun regional to watch. Knoxville's a good hitters park. Um, it's smaller than most, uh, most stadiums in the country. So there's going to be a lot of long balls hit Campbell. Like you mentioned, their athletic department is great over there in the big South. They were 23 in conference this year. Um, so I think Harrington for me is the edge in game one. Uh, I have Campbell beating Georgia tech here and then going on to play Tennessee in the winners' bracket where I have Tennessee beating Georgia tech. Then I think Georgia tech kind of uh, rolls through the loser bracket. I think they beat Alabama state. I think they beat Georgia tech. And I think it's Tennessee and Georgia tech in the championship of this regional. And I, I think Tennessee goes three, you know, and they get out of it. No problem.
0: Is there any, any possibility that Campbell could give the vols a game?
1: Yeah, there is. They have uh, this one. Their number two pitcher is very good as well. He's sitting mid nineties. His name's Kent or his last name's Camper. And uh, he's gonna give him a good fight because he went a hundred and like forty or no, it was like hundred and twenty pitches one day and he came back and threw in relief the next day in the big South tournament. So the kid's a gamer and he's gonna be on his A game. He'll 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 be wanting the pitch against this volunteers lineup.
0: Uh yeah, I mean, I feel like that's that's something to monitor. But yeah I mean I'm going chalk for the bracket but I do think the Campbell camels could be a little bit of a sleep are you looking for not necessarily on your bracket but potentially steal a game against uh, Almighty Tennessee maybe you know maybe what would that money line be we'll see
1: I don't know uh, but money line Campbell against Georgia Techs plus 115 and I like that
0: yeah I like it too so <laughs> let's ride those camels all right uh let's skip down to the next region. Which I believe is going to be in Statesboro, Georgia, as Georgia Southern. They keep a decent athletic department too. Uh, Georgia Southern, forty and eighteen, representing the Sun Belt, the Fun Belt, one of my favorite football conferences. Um, they're hosting UNC Greensboro. Yes, at thirty-four and twenty-eight, UNC Greensboro. Uh, live dog potential. Uh, I, I, I. I think I'll probably go chalk on my bracket here, but what are you telling me here, Noah?
1: Yeah, I think UNCG is a live dog. They've got a dude on the mound with a 3.67 ERA, Alex Parsley. He's got 17 starts on the year, uh, 92 strikeouts to 14 walks. He's going to go out there and shove. It's just a matter of how well can Georgia State or jo- Georgia Southern, geez, how well Georgia Southern can hit because they got a guy in Ty Fisher. I don't know whether they're going to they're use him in game one or game two, but he's really it's a it's a one man starting rotation here for the Eagles. Um, Georgia Southern their offense has been what's carried them throughout the year they're 45th in the country with a 297 batting average 397 OP, obp which is 44th in the country their fielding percentage is 7th in the country with 982 so you love to see that team era 84th against the top 50 they're 6 and 11 they're, they are eight and two in their last 10 and they're 24 and six at home. UNCG's nine and one in their last 10, they won an absolute roll in their conference tournament to get out of it. I believe they went six and one in that tournament. And this is a team that can just hit themselves out of problems. Like they have this one guy in their rotation, and their team batting average three eleven that's 10th in the country. And their on-base percentage is 401, 29th in the country. UNCG's an interesting dog. I'm not I'm not calling for it, but just beware. I'm not going to take Southern or Georgia Southern to get out of this region, though.
0: I'm gonna take Greensboro. You talked me into it. Uh, and and I don't know how passionate the Georgia Southern baseball fans are, but Patty C made that same mistake with football, calling them Georgia State, and they got after him on Twitter. So, <laughs> FYI, Noah Bienick on Twitter at 77NB. I fixed it. I fixed it. <laughs> uh Now we got the next matchup. So, I'm going to take a shot on Greensboro there. Give me a little upset special going on in state. It's not a bad pick. Yeah. Uh You got the Red Raiders. Texas tech 37 and 20, obviously uh, spike Dykes uh, or uh, Sunny. I'm, I'm sorry. What's spike Dykes? The son's name is TCU's coach. Sunny Dykes uh, was a great baseball player at Texas tech um, 37 and 20. This program's got a rich history. I know you're high on the Notre Dame fighting Irish that are 35 and 14. It's a, I guess it's a, oh, a decent trip for both uh, universities. Uh, to get all the way to Statesboro, Georgia. I know you're going. I mean, I I feel like I know you're going Irish here. But is there any chance that the Red Raiders pull off the upset?
1: Yeah, there definitely is, and I think the NCAA just absolutely shafted uh, Notre Dame with this draw. But John Michael Bertrand on the mound in Game One, he's got a 2.39 ERA, eight and two on the year, 94 strikeouts, 19 walks. He'll be going up against, I predict, Brandon Birdsell from Texas Tech. He's eight and three with a three ERA, 102 strikeouts, 27 walks. It's going to be a great game between the two teams, but I think Notre Dame has been more consistent throughout the year. Uh, Notre Dame is 14 and seven and against, against the top 50 RPI, Texas tech 10 and 11 uh, Notre Dame also 10 and eight on the road, a good road winning record, Texas tech 13 and nine on the road, also a good road winning record. Um, Texas tech, their offense has been what has been uh, carrying them this year. They're 59th and, uh team batting average 294, 406 team on base percentage, uh 83 home runs on the year, putting them 37th in the country. And their staff gets strikeouts. They're 573rd in the country, but Notre Dame is fifth in the country in strikeouts. They're 43rd in team batting average. They have a 380 OBP and they have 65 home runs hit on the year. Statesboro is going to be an interesting regional. I have Notre Dame coming out of it and give me Texas Tech as the runner up here.
0: I like it. I like it. I, I, I'm i gonna look. I'm gonna back you on this one. I am gonna go Irish. But well, I don't get, I get day rain, in cold, but they're counting. That's old, uh, uh That's the Irish's Lou Holtz reacting to that uh, to their seating. But yeah, I'm on the Irish here um, now. So I have uh, you got you got Notre Dame coming out of this out of this region essentially, right? Yeah, I do. I, I'm gonna go give me the upset special. Give me Greensboro. Give me Greensboro in an upset. How how shocking okay. would that be if you got uh USCG? They're, they're coming.
1: coming in hot, like and I know uh this team can surprise some people and uh, this conference is known to make some good runs in the postseason I'm trying to find where statesboro Regional is because Georgia Southern the host is plus 235 Notre Dame plus 145 Texas Tech plus 230 UNCG to come out of this regional is plus 1600 so very interesting play there
0: let it ride my friends let it ride uh, maybe that's crazy but hey I don't know. I feel like it, uh, dude, it's like, a, I remember what a few years back, Stony Brook made a run. Come on. Some yeah. of these small schools, baseball is different too. I feel like you got just a, you, all of a sudden your pitcher has a fire game or two. And, uh, and I feel like it, it's a little bit different than uh, certain other playoff. Well, I guess it's kind of like college basketball, you know, you, who would have predicted St. Peter's in the elite eight. So yep. uh, next up. Taking you, it's funny because I uh, I was contacting uh, you know our we have a guy we do our our college football season previews for all 131 FBS teams so subscribe to the College Football Experience. Uh, I was in contact. uh, That thing kicks off uh, on on June 10th, but to get the Air Force episode out, and our guy is going to be in Austin for this matchup, the Texas Longhorns that were gifted. Oh, uh, a one seed here, forty-two and nineteen though, pretty good record. Um, they're taking on the Air Force Falcons, who are just barely above five hundred. But hey, these service academies, you know, they give it their all. Is this going to be a route, Noah?
1: No, definitely not. And I'm pulling up his stat page right now. But Air Force is going to be chucking a good guy here, Paul Skeens. Um, I'm going to pull up his line real quick for the listeners because this guy is one of a kind. He's a dual player. He's got 14 starts on the year. He's 10 and 2 with a 242 ERA, 92 strikeouts, 30 walks, and 81.2 innings pitched. Um, he's going to give Texas some problems uh, just for that one game, though, because the rest of this pitching staff for Air Force is just kind of a shot in the dark. Whereas Texas, they have a good one, two, and Pete Hansen and Gibson. And they can hit. Uh, they have a 315 team batting average seventh in the country, 409 on base percentage 18th in the country. 114 home runs hit on the year that's tied for fifth and they have the number one fielding percentage in the country. 415 team ERA. This team can do it all. They're all-around team. Um, the only thing that I question is how deep they are in the bullpen. So like if they lose this game to Air Force, chalk it up because they're not going to be able to win uh, they're not going to be able to play five games in this regional and come out of it. But uh, I, I really feel like they can win against Air Force and set them themselves up to be successful throughout the rest of the regional.
0: Yeah, I'm on the Longhorns. Like I'm, I'm, I go. I'll be rooting for Air Force, but um, I'm on the. Who long doesn't root
1: here. for the military academies? You yeah, right?
0: especially against te- Texas is the ultimate evil. You know, and I know te- <laughs> Texas fans might be listening to this, but hey. All that conference realignment. You know, you know how many rivalries have been ruined in college football and college basketball because Texas, uh, you know, played a, a strong hand against the Big 12, and and everyone departed, and just the whole landscape of college athletics changed because of them and their shitty little Long Longhorn network. I'm coming at you, Longhorn fans. I'm at the Colby D. Feel free to tweet me and talk shit. Tell me I'm an idiot, but. I will also uh, respond. So let's have some fun. Dallas Baptist is taking on thir- first off Dallas Baptist 34, 22 and one. They have a fucking tie. Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> thought we, this is 2022 Can we not have ties. Uh, they're taking on Louisiana tech. Uh, the bulldogs are 42 and 19 Dallas Baptist obviously got a little bit of a home field advantage here. Louisiana tech located in Ruston, Louisiana. Uh, I know Dallas Baptist came into the, the preseason, you know, they were projected, I think top 10 or top 15 of memory serves me. Correct. Yeah. Can lot tech knock them off. I know a lot a the two seed here. Should I, should I dial up a skip hold special and take uh, the bulldogs to, to knock off the, you know, Dallas Baptist.
1: I mean, so Dallas Baptist, this is the one stat that just throws me off is they're 19 and nine against teams in the field in the tournament this year, but they're 11, 9 and 1 in the Missouri Valley Conference, is extort, who historically is just not a very great conference. And they lost three of their seven series in the conference. So it really, I, I don't know. What Dallas Baptist we're going to get? What DBU is going to show up? Is it the one where Cole Moore is going to lead this team? He's got 10 bombs on the year, 1079 OPS hitting 356. Or is it the one that's just going to get shut down by this Louisiana Tech pitching staff that is uh, 100% legit? And this is a Louisiana Tech team that hosted a regional last year. They have postseason experience. They got burned by NC State. In the regional last year, in the championship game, I think game one, Jonathan Fincher comes out establishes their presence in this Austin regional, saying they're not going anywhere. He has seventy one strikeouts in the year with only nine walks. He has a three sixty three ERA. He's seven and two on the year. Um, This Louisiana Tech team, they're like I said, they're one of the best pitching staffs in the nation. Thirty first in team ERA with a four seventeen. They have a one twenty eight WHIP, which is seventeenth in the in the nation. They're ten and six against the top. Fifty in the RPI, and they're eight and two in their last ten, and fourteen and ten on the road. I really like this team, not only winning this game but doing some damage in Austin.
0: Yes, give me Louisiana Tech. Let's go Bulldogs! Dallas Baptist, saying, "Hey, some uh, you know this is this is pretty much our season. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit." And yeah. uh, I'm counting on the Bulldogs to make them look like some shit. Let's go Bulldogs! <laughs> so,
1: so as for the regional, um, this is how I think it's going to play out. I think Texas beats Air Force, La tech beats DBU. Um, I think DBU beats Air Force in the losers bracket. Texas sends Louisiana Tech down to the losers bracket as well in game two. And then I think Louisiana Tech beats DBU again, comes through, and they beat Texas in the first game of the regional championship. But then I think Texas can edge them out in a game five.
0: Filthy. Filthy. Um, or I'll, game
1: seven. I don't know why I said game
0: five. <laughs> I'll join you on this Texas nonsense, but come on, La Tech. I'll be rooting for you in DBU. Thought that was Virginia Tech. Oh no, that's football. No. Get it? You know, they're all, with all their great defensive backs. Um or is that LSU? I guess I think it's LSU and Virginia. So so many
1: teams claim claim that that they're DBU nowadays. I'll give you a break.
0: All right. Next up, you know, you know what I'm doing here. All right. You know, what's going to be happening. We're going to Greenville, North Carolina, where East Carolina, There was nothing that we couldn't do. We set out to defend our name And now we'll never be the same. Never be the same. We will never be the same after we whoop Coppin State coming out of Maryland. Coppin State, by the way. Shout out to them. 24 and 28. And in the postseason. Look, it's it. They, it, they
1: it's, almost, or they did what their basketball team almost did too. Capital yeah, State had like ten yeah. wins on the year, almost went to the NCAA tournament.
0: Fantastic story going on in Maryland, but unfortunately, they they just got a date with destiny. Uh, you know, as, oh my God, as East Carolina, the the best team in the nation, as we all know, East Carolina rolls them. Uh, tell me why I'm right.
1: Well, you're right in this game for sure, because Coppin state, in my opinion, is one of the worst teams in this field this year as their record States, but there is like one team with a worse record, but Coppin state comes in with a 285th RPI. And there's only like 293 teams in college baseball. So (laughs) um, just awful. But so you guys are probably going to throw off here. Now, I don't know who East Carolina is going to throw in this game because it's more of a pitcher staff by committee. You guys have CJ Mayhew, who's your number one, but after Mayhew, it's kind of like the starter goes four innings and then you turn it over to your great bullpen. Now your team ERA is what is uh your claim to fame. You're you have a 407 team ERA, 26 in the country, 581 staff strikeouts, puts you 33rd in K per nine, uh, 128 team whip putting you 16th in the country, 10 and 0 in their last 10, they've on like an 18 game win streak. They're 23 and eight at home. Um, the question marks, how streaky can you be at the plate? Because it's not about what team's the best hitting team. It's about what team has timely hitting. And the team uh, team batting average two eighty two. It's one hundred nineteenth in the country. Team on base percentage is three sixty one, which is one hundred ninety eight. That's the only that's the only thing I'm nervous about this team in this regional. And we'll get to that in a little bit here. But East Carolina is going to win this first game against Coppin State.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Then we have Coastal Carolina, the Shanta Clears. Uh, love that program what they're doing. They are taking on. The Wahoos. I mean, they're begging us. Please have a party. Feed us drinks.
1: Get us laid.
0: Ow! That's what the women at down there in Charlottesville are, are, are saying. But unfortunately, those tiki torch losers that Patty C likes, they're not going to do that. Uh, so, uh, I mean, look, Virginia's pretty good this year. They're they're what top twenty. Um, so I should go chalk, even though yeah, I want I want East Carolina to just destroy Virginia. So uh, as much as I like the Shanta Clears in their program down there in Conway, South Carolina, I'm going with the Wahoos. What are you doing here?
1: So I'm on the other side here. I'm gonna take Coastal Carolina yes. and the Shants. Uh, Virginia has a seven and ten record on the road. That's the number one thing I look at when you're traveling to these regionals. Um, they're twelve and thirteen, I guess the top fifty in the field, coast or in top fifty in the RPI, Coastal Carolina is eight and seven against the top fifty in the RPI. And Coastal Carolina can go two ways with their starting pitcher in this game. Uh, they can even either throw Reed Van Scooter, who I think they'll throw. He's nine and two on the year with a three oh six ERA, eighty strikeouts, twenty two walks, and eighty two point one innings pitched. Or they can go with Michael Nor, who's five and one with a two eighty one ERA. Uh, he has eighty four strikeouts with only ten walks and sixty four innings pitched. I really think that the inexperience uh, and the youth in this uh, Cavaliers team is what's caused them to kind of skip and scuttle down the road here to finish the season um, as they're five and five of the last 10 games. So I really like coastal Carolina here and I'll, I'll get to it. I, I like coastal Carolina actually coming out of the Greenville regional.
0: <laughs> oh, this piece. There, where's my, don't I don't have a gun sound drop. I think I do. Blasphemy. All right. Look, here's what's going to happen Conway is okay. Yeah, they got Myrtle Beach down there. But you come to G Vegas, Greenville, North Carolina, can you handle the parties? We know Wizen Hunt couldn't, right? Uh, So I think Virginia. It's going to have a slight edge because coastal Carolina guy's going to go around town might have a few cocktails and uh, Virginia, you know, they, they've never had a cocktail in their life. Uh, so uh,
1: they, they're basically right in Myrtle beach. I think they're experienced in the cocktail
0: category. <laughs> I've uh, been to both I, plenty I, of times. <laughs> Gre- Greenville. You got to buckle up if you're in Greenville. All right. Uh, look, what playboy, playboy magazine. Has it like top Five party school in in, in in the nation every fucking year. If yeah. Playboy magazine still makes magazines, I have no fucking idea. One but you, what's
1: that? One of my buddies, he tells me stories because he went. He was at Coastal Carolina first, and then he transferred out to my school. So, uh, yeah, I've heard stories.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's right down there. Look, my folks have a place not far from there. So uh, shout out to the shot to clears but ECU's coming out of this don't give me this shot to clear nonsense in Greenville all right uh,
1: So Virginia's plus 100 to come out of Greenville. Um, I really don't think that Virginia is the team here. It's either ECU or CCU. Um, ECUs plus 225 and coastals plus 275. So I really like both of those bets.
0: I'm saying ECU look their whole rosters like this. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, before we get to the next uh, part of the bracket, I want to tell you that the college baseball experience is brought to you by WinBet. And WinBet's bet $50 to win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Bet $500 on sports or casinos or or casino before. Uh, July 31st, 2022, and you will get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at encore beach club, including a two night stay at Win resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries allowed. If a patron wagers a thousand dollars on sports, they're eligible for two entries into the prize draw. There's so much to choose from. And all you have to do is download the WinBet bet app, or visit winbet.com that's w y n n bet.com to get started today offer subject to chase terms and conditions apply at winbet.com uh must be 21 or president in the state where winbet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 we're also brought to you by us the SGPN NBA Finals contest yes SGPN is giving away $500 in their NBA Finals prop contest completely free to enter and exclusively on the S G P N app. Just download the, uh, the app and hit the contest tab to get your entry in do that. I mean, $500 for free. What are you doing? You bozos get it in. All right, get it in. All right, back to back to the, uh, the tournament here. We got the Texas A and M Aggies 37 and 18. They're facing off against oral Roberts. Thirty-eight and eighteen. I just saw Max Asemis, their star basketball player, coming back for another year. Uh, hey, it, it's very rare that you see the one seed playing a four seed where the four seed actually has a better record. This is one of those cases. Can the the boys from Tulsa come down the College Station and knock off the Aggies, Noah? It's
1: an interesting play, especially when your pitcher that's going to be pitching this game. His first name is Legend.
0: Oh. So,
1: yeah, Legend Smith, seven and four on the year with a 241 ERA, 92 strikeouts, 20 walks, and 78.1 innings pitched in Texas AM's ace. He's been okay. Nathan Detmer, he's five and two with a 4.22 ERA, sixty-seven strikeouts, twenty-one walks on the year in seventy-four point two innings pitched. So this would be an interesting dog. I don't think I have the guts to play it, but Oral Roberts could come out on top in this game. They're actually really good on the road as well. They're seventeen and seven on the road, and Texas A&M's average home team at twenty-two and nine. Um, A&M really, really streaky here. They've won seven SEC conference, uh, uh, SEC. Conference series in a row, and their hitting's been really hot. But overall, on the season, they have a 286 uh, team batting average, which is 94th in the country. They have a 398 on base percentage, which is 39th. And that's the best part about this team because the pitching staff is not that great with a 470 uh, ERA that's 71st in the country uh, and a team whip of 141 that's 56th in the country. Whereas all Roberts, they have pitching depth, they're 409. ERA 21st in the country and a one twenty seven whip 13th in the country, their team batting average is three Oh six, 21st in the country. This is an all around team uh, down there in Oklahoma and they could pull off the upset. I'm just like, Texas AM has been rolling in sec play. I'm going to trust the sec team and you don't, you're not going to hear that a lot from me. So I'm going to take the Aggies here in game one and um, trust that their bats are just really
0: hot right now. Wow. Noah being going with Noah being basically saying to quote the great house of pain, a hero ain't nothing but a sandwich and a legend ain't nothing but a pitcher. All right. He's got the Aggies rolling against that legend there. Uh, And I, I think I'll join you, even though, man, I'm tempted to take, when you rattle off those stats, I'm sitting there like, Hey, I'm believing oral Roberts. Remember they went to the sweet 16 in basketball. Not that long ago, you know, yeah. I, I I'm going to put AM down, but man, I, I might have to take some action on oral Roberts. Uh, the next matchup in this region, the Louisiana Lafayette raging Cajuns 36 and 21, take it on the Texas Christian horned frogs at 36 and 20 TCU, Louisiana. I mean, I'm I'm going chalk. I'm taking TCU to get this done against Louisiana. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, so Louisiana is a good baseball program down there. TCU though, they won the Big Twelve regular season. Uh, they don't have a great RPI, but you just gotta you gotta trust Cornelio, their ace on the mound. He's four and one or four and four with a four forty one ERA. He has seventy four strikeouts, thirty walks, and sixty nine point one innings pitched. Louisiana, on the other hand, they'll be throwing their guy. Uh, Jeff Wilson, who's got a 452 ERA, four and three on the year with 55 strikeouts, 22 walks in 73.2 innings pitched. Now, a lot of the times when you need to pull off this upset, you need a stud on the mound. And I just don't see that from Louisiana on the side. They just don't have a dog. They have a staff, though. They have a four, 413 team ERA. So if they get into the bullpen early, don't worry about it. Uh, they have a 137 team whip. 33rd in the country, that ERA is 26th in the country. They're not a very good hitting team. So I'm going to be taking TCU in this game. TCU is eight and two in their last 10. Um, And both of these teams are okay on the road, 11 and 10 for TCU and 14 and 10 for Louisiana. Um, Louisiana is six and 10 versus the top 50 in the RPI though. So it's like this, this regional is one of my weakest regionals in my opinion for a reason, uh, to the point where Oral Roberts could be in that championship game on Sunday. Wow,
0: You're te- yeah, I'm thinking. What are the odds on Oral <laughs> Roberts to come out of that?
1: Um, so let's take a look here. Actually,
0: that's College one, Station. I think that's one. We Oral, circle Oral Roberts dog. is
1: plus seven fifty, and that's the lowest for any
0: four seat. Hmm. Mm. Maybe we sprinkle a little bit. On Oral Roberts, not sure. All right, next, I'm gonna go with. uh, You know what? Give me TCU to come out of this region.
1: So for for my bracket, here's how I think it's gonna play out. I think Texas A&M wins against Oral Roberts. TCU beats Louisiana, and Oral Roberts getting sent down the loser bracket. I actually think that they knock out Louisiana because they have a good one-two punch in that starting rotation. But then when TCU comes down, I think they get their they have their number and they beat them once again. Texas A&M, TCU in the championship of the Schloss Bowl. Texas A&M has two shots to take down TCU and I think they can do it.
0: Okay. Going with the Aggies. Go chalk. Next up. I don't like it though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going TCU. All right. Big 12 is going to send a message to uh the SEC there. All right. Uh next up, Louisville, the Cardinals hosting at what used to be Papa John's. I call it the shack now. At, their papa john said all oh, that racist shit they got rid of that name on the on the on the the the, the what the front of the university or the, the front of the stadium um now i uh, you know that shack is the man with papa johns i'm just going to go ahead and say this is the shack uh at the shack at the love shack the cardinals are hosting oh
1: not the love shack that's louisiana tech oh,
0: get that right. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do a b52s reference there didn't get it done all right at the shack <laughs> at the shack, uh, Southeast Missouri state 37 and 20, take it on Louisville to 38, and 18 and one uh, I'm going chalk. Give me, give me the Louisville Cardinals. Look, they've had, this is my logic here. Call me just a, uh, you know, just an idiot over here, but their basketball program, their football program has kind of been shit lately. Their athletic department, their AD, you know, it's been a mess. Normally when those things happen, I feel like baseball baseball does good for this you know th- whenever you have a, a school battling those things, I always feel like the baseball team outdoes the basketball and football team. So give me the Louisville Cardinals to get it done. What are you doing here?
1: Yeah, so Southeast Missouri State, they're an interesting four seed here. They're very, very balanced overall. They don't excel in really anything. But they are three and four against the top 50 in the RPI. So when you put them on their schedule, they are able to win. They're 11 and 17 on the road, though. Louisville, 29 and six. And when you look at this regional, it's very hitter. Like all four of these teams excel in hitting. Um, and you're going to look for that one dog. And that dog is Jared Poland for Louisville. He's five and four with a 292 ERA and 13 starts. He's got 91 strikeouts, 20. Uh, seven walks on the year in 74 innings pitched. I don't know if they're going to throw Poland against Southeast Missouri state or they'll throw their number two. Who's been solid this year as well. Tate Kaner, who's six and three with a three, thir- 377 ERA, 59 strikeouts, 30 walks and 62 innings pitched the Southeast Missouri state. They might be South SEMO. They might be a team where you can Get away with throwing off because I think is daring enough to try that because they don't have a very good starting uh, a weekend rotation here. Uh, they don't have three guys that they're comfortable with. Louisville, though, their 22nd team batting average, 305, 414 on base percentage, 14th. They're, they've hit 87 home runs on the year. That's 29th in the country. Their 9974 fielding percentage is 68th in the country. Team ERA, like I was saying, though five twenty nine, one hundred eighteenth in the country. But this is where I think the difference comes. They have five hundred seventy three strikeouts on the year. That's twenty fourth in the country, and I think power pitching is going to be able to take out the power hitting in the regional. So, kind of a sneak peek, but I have Louisville coming out of their home regional here.
0: Mm, there we go. Noah Benick on the on the Cardinals at the Shack. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll join you on that. I'm on. I'm going chalk there, Michigan. The Wolverines, Noah Beenix Wolverines 32 and 26, taking on the Oregon Ducks. And Noah, I just gotta tell you,
1: no. we go? yeah.
0: you went against East Carolina, so you know damn well I'm taking Oregon to 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 kick the tar. Out of uh, the Wolverines, I hope uh, you know everyone. Does Michigan? Michigan should play with their khakis, just like just like Harbaugh style, man. (laughs) Um, Give give me the Ducks to get it done against against your Wolverines. What are you doing here?
1: Yeah, neither one of these teams have an ace, so I really don't know who's going to throw for either team. Not liking the situation there. So both teams have a losing record on the road. Um, but they they both excel hitting. Michigan was playing in the Big Ten conference tournament in Omaha and that's a huge park. Louisville's park is hitter friendly, but Michigan was hitting bombs out of Omaha. So I don't think they'll have an issue hitting some home runs here in Louisville. Oregon's kind of the same way though. They have a 306 team batting average, 18th in the country, 390 OPP, which is 68th in the country. They have 72 home runs on the year, which is tied for 59th Michigan 82, which is 39th in the country. Uh, Both teams, they field well in the infield and the outfield. They don't make many mistakes on defense Um, Oregon's pitching staff in total is a little bit better with a 460 ERA compared to Michigan's awful. Staff, which is six eighty one, and we're going to be without one of our most experienced relievers, Willie Weiss, due to his, you know, he had uh, he had like spilt apple juice on his uh, glove. It wasn't it wasn't sticky stuff, I don't think. <laughs> it was just uh, just a couple of like a little spill in the dugout. That's all. Right. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, like, um, what, every time I Mich- play b- baseball, I, I, I always drink a lot of apple juice on the, yeah. Yeah. On the yeah. Field, you know? So,
1: or it could have been, it could have been pop, like, you know, the carbonation there and the, it just, it's kind of sticky. Um. Yeah. They, Michigan puts up 8.1 runs per game, Oregon 7.3, but they've faced the better competition all year. They have more wins against top 50 teams. I'll take Oregon in this matchup against Michigan.
0: All right, next up we got the Florida Gators, Gator, Gator, Gator.
1: Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Louisville comes out, like I said, Oregon's my runner up. I I don't think I mentioned that, but go go ahead, ahead. Louisville or go to Gainesville.
0: Yeah, uh, I got, I got the cards too. Uh, The Florida Gators taking on the Central Michigan Chippewas, right up there, not far from Noah Beanick. Hey, and this is one of those matchups where the Chippewas at the four seed. There's a couple of these where they have a better record than the Gators. This is in Gainesville. The swamp going to get lit. Uh, These central Michigan uh, players all going to have swamp ass third inning potentially. What are you, uh, what are you doing here? Are you taking your boys? I mean, you kind of root for you're a Florida guy. So,
1: I'm a Florida guy, but I'm not going to get burned on them again this year. Last year, there was a four seed that came out of this regional, and that was uh, that was South Florida. Now I'm pulling up Andrew Taylor's stat line because he has been uh, a dude on the mound for Central Michigan. He's eight and three on the year with a three nineteen ERA, 117 strikeouts, 26 walks. And this offense for Florida has not been very consistent all year. They have a 273 batting average, which is 168th in the country, 371 on base percentage, which is 155th in the country. All Taylor needs to do is avoid the long ball, which is uh, Florida's strength. They have 110 home runs, which is eighth in the country. They don't make many mistakes in the field. Um, They're without their number one. So it's really going to be whether Brandon Sprout can step up and pitch down to an inferior competition and shut down a MAC team or if he allows central Michigan to just kind of take over on the base pass and let them play their game because they are smart at the plate. They uh, have Mario camaletti who's a guy that went to my rival high school. He's very, very patient, led the country and walks last year. Um, and he's their leadoff guy. Don't let him get on because they, they're going to make up. They're going to just uh, there there's awful weather coming through Florida he might be a hurricane on the base pass, though, not from the clouds.
0: There we go. Uh the next matchup, Liberty <laughs> Flames. Flame on. Uh taking on the Oklahoma Sooners. Liberty 37 and 21. Oklahoma 37 and 20. I'm calling for a flame on upset here. Uh something that they're doing down there in Lynchburg, Virginia, with their athletic department, their basketball, their football, their baseball, all solid. Give me the flames to upset the Sooners. What are you doing here?
1: I'm going to be on the other side here. I think Oklahoma is really hot right now. They've won uh, quite a few games in a row after winning the Big 12 Conference Tournament. And Jake Bennett, seven and three on the year with a 360 ERA, he has 103 strikeouts, 18 walks in 90 innings pitched. He'll be on the mound here for the Sooners, and the Sooners' offense has been great so far this year. Uh, betting 297, which is 47th in the country, 416 OBP, which is 11th. Uh, team ERA is 40th in the country. Uh, team strikeouts 514, which is 84th in the country. Um, they are seven and three in their last 10. They're eight and seven on the road. And they average 7.6 runs scored per game, which is the second second highest in this regional and 46th in the country, 20th in the RPI, whereas Liberty, they're not a very good hitting team, and they have some injuries in the pitching staff this year as they've come down the stretch. So I like Oklahoma in this game to give me an Oklahoma Central Michigan winner's bracket matchup where I have Central beating Oklahoma. Ooh. And then yeah, and then I think Florida beats Liberty. Um, my dog's barking in the background, but uh, Liberty beat Florida in a series to begin the year in the first week. I think Florida gets them back. I think Florida ends up beating Oklahoma too in the losers' bracket, and it's a rematch between Central Michigan and Florida, where I have Central Michigan coming out of the Gainesville regional.
0: Going with the home, the the Chippewas. I got the Liberty Flames coming out of here. Flame okay. on blame on Garth um all right <laughs> next up we got Ryan real money Kramers Virginia Tech wa- uh, Virginia Tech Wahoos wow I almost said that Virginia Tech Hokies gobble gobble I'm about to get shit. talked after that one uh taking on right state who they opened the season with back in February I remember watching a couple of these games Virginia Tech 41 and 12 Wright State 30 and 25. Let's I got the Hokies. What are you doing here?
1: Yeah, I'm going to be with Virginia tech as well. Um, I'm pulling up, uh, Hackenberg stat line just for the listeners, because, uh, the guy's going to go out and deal. They're going to have to throw him because right state, uh, notoriously a good hitting team. Um, they're going to draw their ACE out of them and, if you're Gonzaga you love to hear that because Gonzaga my dog is going crazy but Gonzaga struggles at the plate but they have a great pitching staff and i'm just looking ahead they're probably going to have to throw green against Gonzaga in game 2 but Hackenberg he's 10 and 2 on the year with a 2.83 ERA 80 strikeouts 15 walks and 86 point or 86 innings pitched uh Virginia Tech they've been One of the best teams all year. They're all around good. Team average at 308, 14th in the country, 405 OBP, that's 22nd in the country. They field well. They have a 980 fielding percentage. They have 110 home runs hit on the year, which is tied for eighth. Um, Team ERA, 403, which is 23rd in the country. They do everything right. They're 29 and five at home. The only issue is you worry about teams hosting their first ever regional, or for this case, It's like the guy's first ever regional they've hosted before, but this is the coach's first time hosting in uh, Blacksburg as well. So you're a little bit nervous about the squad, but I think they win game one against Wright State.
0: All right. There we go. Columbia representing the Ivy League taking on the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Uh, Look, Ivy League's fun story and stuff. I got I got the Bulldogs. Drew Timmy just announced he was coming back. Maybe he'll suit up and hit some fucking dingers. All right. Uh give me give me the Bulldogs. Give me the Bulldogs to take care of Columbia. Make that far trip to Blacksburg, Virginia. But uh I I think I think the guys in Spokane can do it.
1: Yeah, that's uh the distance, the traveling distance is a little bit worrisome for Gonzaga. They're eight uh they're good pitching staff. Now, I don't know who they're going to throw. Exactly. They have three gut three guys in that starting rotation that could go for them. They have Gabriel Hughes, Tristan Freeling, Owen wild, all three of them, sub four, five ERAs, um, all three of them, crazy amount of strikeouts compared to a low amount of walks in at least 65 innings pitched. Um, they could do multiple things here and it gives a little bit of a threat to Virginia. now they're hitting Gonzaga's hitting is a little bit worrisome, like I already mentioned. Um, Gonzaga is 153rd in team batting average with 276. They have a 356 OPP, which is 223, but they're they don't make any mistakes, they're clean in the on defense with 979 fielding percentage they have a 395 team ERA 568 strikeouts which is 7th in the country in a 138 whip which is 41st in the country they're 6 and 4 in their last 10 so they're a little bit they're scuffling a little bit they lost the West Coast Conference tournament final against San Diego uh they're 29 20 and 9 on the road there so they could do some damage here in Blacksburg i have them beating columbia Columbia is a good hitting team. Uh, pitching is a little bit worrisome for me, where I think they go two and barbecue here in Blacksburg. I think they lose to Wright State in losers bracket. I have Gonzaga losing to Virginia Tech in the winners bracket, where I think they come through again and they play Virginia Tech in the championship here, and I think Virginia Tech comes out of Blacksburg with Gonzaga as the runner up.
0: There we go. I'm on the Hokies as well, going with going with the hometown guys. All right. uh, Look, I want to tell you the college baseball experience is brought to you by sleeper sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of different players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. Uh, It is a game changing product unlike anything else in 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 the industry. And now you can make money on sleeper by playing their new over under game. And it's super simple and it's pretty awesome at first in any sport, choose two or more players you like and pick the over or under, for example, number of points in a basketball game or hits in the, uh, the baseball game. Then you choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times the amount of money to over 20 times the amount of money you put in. And one of the main reasons why I enjoy it is the over under, uh, on sleeper, you know, you can play with your buddies. You can have a contest, Uh, you know, say you're going to the game with your pals you know, and you already got action on the game. You say, you know what, man, I telling you Patrick, Mahomes is going to throw for over 400 yards against this shitty Bronco defense, right? Well then you can end up doing these things and you know, in a little contest mode and there's even group chat in there. You can, you can even see what your friends are picking. If you want to copy picks. I know I don't do that stuff, but Hey, maybe someone's copying mine. All right. So stop what you're doing. Download the sleeper, uh, download sleeper now to play their new over under game and have fun with your friends and make some money. And right now on your mobile phone, you can join our listener group at sleeper.com slash SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad. Get the uh, 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. Yeah, AG1 Supplement? What is that? AG1? Is that uh, the new science fiction movie with Chuck Norris? Who knows? No. This is AG1. Let me tell you about this stuff, because with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And let me tell you, that special blend of ingredients supports your gut health your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovering, your focus, uh, your aging. It's like fucking stem cell treatments, basically. Uh, All those things, all right? It costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, dude. Before we
1: we jump into the Stanford regional, I want to mention this. I got, so the Central Michigan play to come out of Gainesville is plus 950, but I also have breaking news. Tommy White has entered the transfer portal
0: Mm. Mm. coming out of NC State. Transfer portal going wild in baseball too. Uh, So uh, look, let's. uh, So who do you got coming out of the the regions? Let's let's quickly go through this because I know we're behind schedule a little bit. Uh, Tennessee, UNC, Greensboro. I have. Who do you who do you have on your bracket?
1: Tennessee, um, Notre Dame.
0: I got Tennessee coming out of there. You?
1: Uh, I have Tennessee going to Omaha as well.
0: Yeah. Texas takes on ECU. You, (laughs) they think I'm gonna take you. You think I'm really gonna take Texas? No, that's not gonna happen. ECU (laughs) advances. All right.
1: I have Texas versus the Teal, and I have the Longhorns beating CCU.
0: Filthy, you're a filthy human being. Um, all right. TCU, Louisville. Things getting live on the Shack. Uh, I got. I can give me the cards. Give me the cards showing out for their shelling out for the ACC moving along who you got
1: I have Texas i I'm hosting Louisville and Louisville going to Omaha.
0: nice and then I got Liberty Virginia Tech I got the Hokies advancing nice little Virginia battle Liberty upset them in football not that long ago with Malik Willis uh what do you what do you got there
1: I have the Central Michigan chips moving or going to Blacksburg where Virginia Tech Make some two in barbecue. Mm. They'll have some fun in Blacksburg on Sunday.
0: I like it. I like it. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, do you want to forecast the rest or what? Do you want to go to the I mean, I'm sorry, do you want to go Tennessee, East Carolina, or do you want to go Louisville, Virginia Tech? What do you want to do?
1: You're talking about the, the left side bracket in Omaha?
0: Yeah. Should we continue with that here or should we just hop over to the right side? <laughs> I say we answer. go to
1: the right okay. sorry my dog's going nuts let's go
0: to the, the right so that's fine all right let that let that let that crazy fur furred, furred animal bark bird that's a new word uh here we go Stanford the Cardinal all right The uh, hippie Olympics
1: doesn't matter who wins because they're all losers
0: all right the Stanford Cardinal are taking on uh Binghamton they're not going to hit dingers. They're going to hit bingers. All right. Uh, Stanford's 41 and 14. Binghamton is 22 and 28. What a great record. Look, just the fact, just the fact that the, uh, that they got in, if you're a Binghamton fan, so you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, <laughs> I got Stanford going. and I'm going chalk. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, so this team, Binghamton, has the worst record in the field, but they have 206th RPI, whereas I think it was, was it Coppin State who had like a 285th RPI? Um, Binghamton won't be hitting many bingers, though. They only have 40 on the year, which is 206th in the country. And Stanford's pitching staff is just one of a kind. They have a ninth best. Team ERA 374. They have a whip of 129, which is 20th in the country. Um, they're also putting up 7.4 runs a game, which is 60th in the country. Um, team batting average 299. And we talked to Jonathan Mayo, Brock Jones, he's heating up. Um, but I, I don't know who Stanford's gonna throw here. I don't think they should have any worry if they want to pitch off and throw Drew Dowd or somebody else in this pitching staff. Quinn Matthews, they moved him to the bullpen. He's been great since. I think they set Alex Williams up for the second round here. I think they do throw off. Um, but yeah, Brock Jones, he has 17 home runs on the year, 332 batting average, 1142 OPS. He's a name to watch for in this regional.
0: Uh all right. I'm on the I'm on the Cardinal. You're on the Cardinal. The Next up, UC Santa Barbara, the Gauchos, taking on the Bobcats of Texas State. UC Santa Barbara, a little bit of a home field advantage, you know. Santa Barbara to Palo Alto, not the f- longest trip. Well, I guess depending on what time you go. But the Bobcats from San Marcos traveling there, forty-five and twelve, going up against UC Santa Barbara, who's forty-three and twelve. You know what? It's in California. There's something about the air. Give me the Galcho's and a little upset special against the Sunbelts Bobcats. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, uh, like we said on that other podcast in the preview podcast, I would have been pissed if I was Stanford and I got Texas State and UCSB in this regional. The uh, the selection committee just looks at both these teams and say, Hey, they're mid-majors who have had good seasons so far, they're not gonna really do any damage. to The number two overall team, but Texas State they're 18 and five on the road. UCSB they're 17 and seven on the road. Both teams are nine and one in their last 10 games. Texas state has a little bit better success against top 50 teams in the country. They're seven and seven. Whereas UCSB they're two and four, and they played into one of the worst conferences, the big West this year. They went 24 and three in that conference. Texas state went 26 and four in conference. Texas state is the better team. In my opinion, it'll be an interesting game between both of their studs, their aces on the mound, Levi Wells for Texas state. He's seven, Two with a 301 ERA, 80 strikeouts, 30 walks in the 83.2 innings pitched. Whereas UCSB, they're going to have Corey Lewis, who's th- 335 ERA with a 99. 99- 99 strikeouts, 37 walks in 83.1 innings pitched and they're not just a one-arm team. They have three guys and of course that benefited a little bit from a weak and a down big west this year, but Ryan Gallagher, he's 8-0 on the year with a 3.0 ERA and then Mike Gutierrez, he's 8-1 with a 3.03 ERA. They have three dudes in this uh, pitching staff that is going to make it troublesome. If they face Stanford in the winners bracket, or they're just going to walk right over Binghamton and then have to play either Texas state or Stanford in the loser's bracket. And they have a third guy ready to go and could do some damage here. So for me, I have uh, I've Stanford and I have UCSB as the runner up in this regional
0: Yeah, I'm going Stanford. I'm going Stanford to get it done against uh UCSB as well. It's easy to see a tide turn. All right. Next up, we have the Maryland Terrapins. College Park, Maryland. They say spring break, capital of the East. The Northeast. Uh, that's John Rothstein, yeah. yeah. Shout shout out to John Rothstein. Taking on the Long Island Shocks. A great white shock. Uh, look. Um, I'm going Terps. Terps. My mom went to Maryland, man. Larry David went to Maryland. I can't, you know, and they're 45 and 12. I get it. long Island yet. And a great little story, 37 and 19, but give me the Terps to get it done against the sharks. What are you doing there?
1: Yeah, honestly, long Island hasn't really challenged themselves outside of the comp outside of their conference. Haven't played a game against top 50 RPI. Uh, really? This is a simple handicap for me, Maryland, 24 and two. I think they open up their home regional with a win and they show long Island. What real competition is.
0: <laughs> well, and then, and then we got Yukon, the Huskies fresh off their uh, national championship in football in 2020. They're taking oh, on wake forest, the demon Deeks. <laughs> Could there be an upset brewing with some of that Jim Mora Jr. Magic going on there in new Haven?
1: You know what? Yukon has been here before they've, they were in central Michigan's regional last year where central, uh, made the appearance in the original championship as a four seed in South bend. Um, UConn, they've had better teams in the past, but this is another team that was kind of a little bit overrated throughout the season playing in the big East conference, but they have a great pitching staff, uh, staff ERA of, uh, where it should at 335 which is third in the country they have 574 strikeouts which is the most in this regional uh, if you're looking for that they have a 123 team whip which is fourth in the country and they average eight runs a game which is 27th in the country they're six and four in their last 10 they're one and0 against RPI top 50 but Wake Forest on the other hand I think it's too good they're hitting is on another level they have the nickname Rake Forest, well, rake Forest for a reason and Rhett Louder. Will be on the mound. He's their one ace that they have. He's ninety eight strikeouts in the year, twenty four walks, ninety three innings pitched. He's eleven and three with a two sixty one ERA. UConn they have an interesting pitching staff here. They have three guys that have made fifteen starts on the year. I think they'll go Enzo Stefanoni or Stefan Oni. He's six and one with a three hundred one ERA. Sixty strikeouts, thirteen walks in eighty point two innings pitched. Or they could go Austin Peterson, who's ten and two with a three twenty two ERA, or Pat Callicher, who's nine and three with a three twenty one ERA. Either way they go, uh, Peterson he has the most strikeouts, one twenty nine with only seventeen walks. And this is a really interesting pitching staff, and this regional is a little bit slept on, as I hear because a lot of people think it's one of the weaker regionals. Um, I as I did a little bit of handicapping in it, it was tough. I have. I mean, Maryland is 24 and 2 at home, but Wake Forest, they're 14, 15 and 1 against the top 50 in the RPI. A lot of that came from ACC conference play. Maryland did not face the same kind of competition in the Big tw- big 10. I have Wake Forest coming out of this regional and Maryland as the runner up.
0: Mm, I got Yukon knocking off Wake. Uh, upset special there. Okay. And then uh, I got Maryland coming out of this thing. Um, that are that under armor money's gonna pay off. All right. So uh <laughs> moving along. The Tar Heels of North Carolina taking on Hofstra. Yes, the pride. Uh look, Hofstra thirty and twenty one, UNC thirty eight and nineteen. I'm going chalk with UNC. It's filthy to say that, but give me UNC, Walt Weiss's alma mater to uh, get it done against Hofstra. Wayne Corbett's alma mater. What are you doing here?
1: Yeah. UNC, they have a, a, a two horse rotation here with Max Carlson and Brandon Schaefer throw either one. And you should be able to get by, um, you, you should be able to get by, uh, Hofstra here. Hofstra. I don't think they pose a real threat as they don't really excel in anything. They have a five thirteen team year, a 104th in the country. They have a 277 batting average, 147th in the country. Um, they do have uh, a good defense, though they're 59th in the country in fielding percentage at 974. They're nine and one in their last ten. They're zero and one against top 50 RPI, though. Um, I I think North Carolina they're hot right now, and that's kind of like my my early gut reaction, and I'll address that after this, but. um, my my opinion is you fade the teams that have been like really, really hot coming into the tournament because they got hot at the wrong time. You need to get hot like slightly before and then going into it. Whereas Chapel Hill, uh UNC's won thirteen of the last fifteen here. So
0: all right. Uh the next matchup on the slate, because I got I got the tar heels taking care of business. We got the uh, VCU. Hey Rabbit. Know how to ram it against the Georgia Bulldogs because that's what's happened to VCU forty and eighteen in the A ten Georgia. Fresh off that natty, that natty with Stetson Bennett, uh, Bulldogs thirty five and twenty one, but perhaps a bit better than their record. Give me the Bulldogs to bu- be more than barking against the uh, against the uh, good old Rams of VCU. What are you doing here?
1: It's more than just a national championship though, because the Atlanta Braves won the world series, uh, Matthew Stafford quarterback of the bulldogs. He won the super bowl. So Georgia seems to be a title town here. Um, now I think VCU is going to end up drawing out Jonathan Cannon here, which I don't really like as I gave out Georgia as my like gut reaction, long shot on last Podcast we did. He's nine and three on the year with a 362 ERA, 65 strikeouts, 10 walks, and 74.2 innings pitched. Um, VCU, they're good enough uh, with the bats to end up for making them forced their hand with Cannon and their ace. And I think that North Carolina is able to come out of this regional with Georgia as my runner up here.
0: Wow, I like it. I actually have North Carolina coming out of this regional as well. Um, something about UNC—they—they—they they, they keep a solid program there. So give me North Carolina to get it done. Uh, next up, we move down Oklahoma State. Hey, they're the one seed. I know you. Some people were shocked by that, but the Oklahoma State's saying, "Hey, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do some damage." How
1: about them cowboys? Yeah!
0: Uh, taking on Missouri State, the Bears, gotta love Missouri State. Um, uh, Grand Canyon also taking on Arkansas in this region. But let's start off with Oklahoma State, Missouri State. I got, I got the uh, the Cowboys taking care of business against the Bears. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, this is another one where I think they might be able to throw off here and save Jonathan Campbell for the winners bracket game. Um, I think they'll end up throwing Victor Madero. Who- Pitched very well against Texas in the conference championship game. So I'll take Oklahoma State here. They're their first regional that they're hosting in their brand new ballpark. Uh, So give me them to win their first game here.
0: All right. Um, And then we have next up Grand Canyon and Arkansas. As much as I like Grand Canyon, this Razorback team, the guy caught a fucking uh, raccoon in the crowd look, I don't care. so if Stillwater's got those raccoons too, you know, damn well, Arkansas, Oklahoma, not far away. Uh, Razorback going to take care of, uh, Grand Canyon. What are they? The, the antelopes, I believe. Yeah. Uh, great name, but, uh, give me Arkansas to take care of Grand Canyon. What are you doing?
1: Razorback faithful are actually calling it the raccoon curse because they have been on a, just epic downfall since that man caught the raccoon in their stands. Um, And honestly, they don't have uh, a guy rolling for them right now. They're going to have to throw Connor Nolan, who's five and five, and he is the staff ACE, but he has not pitched well lately. He has a four Oh seven ERA on the year, 95 strikeouts, 27 walks in 86.1 innings pitched. But in his last 18 innings pitched, he's given up 18 runs. So it's not been a great time for Nolan to finish the season and in the sec tournament, whereas grand Canyon, they have been great. And this is like a team that I didn't think deserved a spot into the tournament. And this is the handicap where like a team that you don't think deserves the spot somehow makes this miracle run. Um, they have, Multiple guys in this pitching staff can get the job job done. Nick Hole, he's seven and one on the year with a three eighty nine ERA, ninety two strikeouts and twenty four walks, ninety point one innings pitched. Um, I have Grand Canyon winning this game. They're eight and two in their last ten. They're twenty one and six on the road, and I have Grand Canyon coming out of this regional. They have a team. Batting average of 309, 13th in the country. OBP of 384, 93rd in the country. They have a team ERA of 448, 47th in the country. They have 572 staff strikeouts, 28th in the country. Team whip of 137. Uh, they field great too. They don't many, make many errors. I have Grand Canyon beating Oklahoma State in the regional championship of this bracket.
0: Boom. Boom. There we go. Uh, I got Arkansas coming out of this thing, but uh, yeah, I mean that would be fantastic. See Grand Canyon, the all you're treating
1: university? my guy Phil Elson, right. He was guest of the podcast. There, I mean, it, it's I'm glad we have one of us have Arkansas coming out of it. <laughs> there we go.
0: Give me the Razorbacks. They caught a
1: interesting racket. angle too. Is like I know a radio guy in Arkansas kind of lit up one of their catchers and one of their better hitters of the of the year. So it might build some chemistry and get an attitude in that dugout. They might come out here a little bit on fire against Oklahoma State, who's pretty close to Arkansas. So I think they might have a couple of fans travel as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks, I want to tell you that the college baseball experience is brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually actually protect your privacy? I'm afraid to tell you so. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why here at SGPN Studios, we use IPV or IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communications, your browsing history. Uh, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing your speed on your computers, your tablets, your phones, even devices like fire stick. When you're streaming your media, I mean, come on. IP vanish is offering a incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free people. Uh, so go to IPvanish.com slash SGP and use that promo code SGP and claim your 70% off savings. That's ipvanishcom slash SGP. All right, let's get through this. We're down to the, to the last, the Miami hurricane. Hey, they're, they're investing in their athletics. Watch out, watch out world. Um, they're taking on Canisius. Miami 39 and 18. Number one, uh, this game's, you know, happening down there at what Coral Gables or whatever. Uh, Canisius 29 and 13. Any chance Canisius can pull off the almighty upset? I'm not taking it, but Noah, your thoughts.
1: Noah, did we lose you? No, no. Oh. I think either Carson Ligon or Jake Garland will be able to go out there and shut them down. This regional is going to be interesting because let me just say that I already mentioned it earlier with the Gainesville regional. I don't think the hurricanes going to affect Gainesville as much as it will Miami, but there's one simple handicap here. What is Miami's nickname? They're the hurricanes. And what happens if the range if the regional gets rained out through Tuesday, well, the one seed automatically moves on it's just, you have to take, in my opinion, you have to take Miami to come out of here because they're not even talking about starting games until maybe even Saturday night. So the handicap here is Miami, Florida should be able to beat canisius. And if it turns into a, like the prediction here is, is, it might even turn into a single elimination bracket uh, where Miami, they don't throw their ACE in game one. They have Carson Palmquist going in game two. He's nine and four in the year with a three Oh nine ERA. 108 strikeouts, 28 walks and 78.2 winnings pitched. We saw the situation last year between, uh, I think it was Old Dominion's regional where South Carolina hosted it. Um, Old Dominion and Virginia were trying to play that game as soon as possible after all the rain before Tuesday came because if that ended up coming true South Carolina because they host the regional would have moved on in the old Dominion and Virginia did not want that to happen so um Miami is the pick just strategically because they might end up advancing here out of nowhere
0: yeah I mean in the other side of this bracket old miss the rebels 32 and 22 take it on the Arizona W. Yes. yes, that is a song from the 1980s with the, the Arizona Wildcats. We are taking the Arizona Wildcats, or I don't know about we, I am taking the Arizona Wildcats to take down the old miss rebels if they shall meet. And let and let, you know, I know you bring up a good point though. I'm taking Miami to come out of this thing. Who you got in second there?
1: Yeah, so I love. Tailing Dylan Baluša here. He's been one of my guys over the last month and a half. I'd say he's five and two on the year with a 4.57 ERA, uh, 67 strikeouts, 23 walks on the year, and 67 innings pitched. He is won, I think four of his last six starts. Um, one was a no decision, and one was a loss. Uh, he's been a guy that has been dealing late in the SEC season and leading Ole Miss into some of these series wins. Um for Arizona, Garrett Irvin's gonna be on the mounties five and four with a 322 year 62 strikeouts, 29 walks, and 89.1 innings pitched. I'm gonna have Ole Miss, who I think is turning into a popular dog. You know what they say about popular dogs, but um both these teams are pretty similar in resume. Uh Ole Miss does hit n- home runs and that's their main source of offense is 91 home runs on the year 25th in the country. They might be hitting a couple of balls into that parking lot structure beyond right field. So, uh, in Miami, I, I'm going to take old miss here, but I'm not going to take them to get out of here because I know that's a very public play. Uh, so I'll have Miami Coming out of the regional. And then I have Arizona actually being the runner up because Ole Miss does not have the pitching depth there. And I think Arizona has the better bats overall to get themselves into the championship game of the regional.
0: There we go. All right. Next up, Southern Miss. The Eagles. Uh taking on Army. I got Southern Miss winning this one. Look, gotta fade the Service Academies when it comes to this. I, I I'm rooting for them. But give me the Southern Miss Eagles to take care of Army. What are you doing there?
1: Yeah, so I'm pulling up stat this, this, the good old stat machine here. But Southern Miss they have probably the best pitching staff in all of the country. Uh, they have two guys going to play ball for Team USA in the summer. They have a 316 team ERA. They're second in the country and strike out 668. Uh, 113 team WHIP. That's second in the country as well. They're seven and ten against the top 50 RPI though. So. Against good competition, they're not really playing their best. They're 22 at and 10 at home, which isn't a great home record either. Um, But Southern Miss, I think they will be able to beat uh, Army here and not have to throw one of their better arms. That's for sure.
0: There we go. All right. In the other matchup, we have Kennesaw State and LSU. So we've got to go beat Ole Miss next week. We we'll take it one game at a time. Congratulations, go Tigers! Go Tigers! I'm on LSU to take care of Kennesaw. What are you doing here?
1: Yeah. So this one's going to be interesting because Kennesaw state has really good hitting um, and that's going to draw out LSU's basically best and really only starter that they have. And that's Mikhail Hilliard here um, pulling up his line. As we speak Hilliard on the year, he is uh, seven and one with a 404 ERA 68 strikeouts, 18 walks and 71.1 innings pitched on in the year. Um, LSU They're one of the better hitting teams in the country. Same with Kennesaw state. Both uh, have top 80 team batting averages, Uh, LSU, more reliable on the home run ball though, 107. That's 11th in the country. And that's just not going to play in Hattiesburg, which is not a hitter's friendly park. It's more pitcher friendly. And uh, LSU, their bullpen has been coming along as of late. They don't really have many starting pitching, like I said, so they basically just piece together a two, three inning start and they throw in a reliever to basically, or a couple of relievers to finish the game off. They have a team ERA of four Oh nine, which is very impressive considering their struggles at starting starting pitcher this year. Um, I have Ole Miss coming out of this regional and I actually have them making a little bit of a longer (laughs) run that most people might, um, Hunter uh, this, this, it's a three arm rotation between Hunter Riggins, Hurston, Waldrop and Tanner Hall, Hurston, Waldrop and Tanner Hall are the two team USA guys, Hall eight and two, with a 269 ERA, Waldrip 299 ERA with six and one record, and Riggins' is eight and four record with two seventy-five ERA. Uh Hall 130 strikeouts. Waldrip 117 strikeouts. I like Southern Miss to come out of this regional. And LSU's gonna have a lot of traveling fans. They'll get they'll make some noise. They'll probably actually take over Hattiesburg. I think they'll be the runner up in this bracket.
0: Yeah, I got Southern Miss as well. Okay, moving along. Auburn, we got to get through this here. We got to get a tight schedule here. Auburn taking on Southeast Louisiana. Southeast Louisiana just 30 and 29, where Auburn's 37 and 19. I'm on the Tigers. We Tigers on this pod. Uh, so give me War Eagle to get it done against the Alliance of Southeast Louisiana. You?
1: Yeah, Auburn's going to be more one of the more interesting regionals here. We've got Sonny DeShera on Auburn. He's been one of the best hitters all year. Um, Auburn. Used to be one of the better pitching teams of the country until they lost their ace uh, due to injury and their closer also due to injury. They have a team ERA of 4.43, and that's been plummeting ever since the last uh, two weeks of the regular season due to those injuries. Um, I, I have Auburn winning this game, but I actually don't have them going very far in this regional.
0: Yeah, me neither. Because I have Florida State knocking off the Bruins on the other side of this one. Florida State thirty three and twenty three UCLA the two seed thirty eight and twenty two who you got there? We got yeah go
1: quick. so I for me both teams have very good pitching staffs uh, UCLA has a slightly better hitting I'll be taking UCLA Florida State six and thirteen on the road but they're six and sixteen and sixteen against top fifty chi, top fifty competition I have Florida State as my runner up and UCLA actually winning the regional here
0: nice going with the Bruins out there in Westwood, California. All right. Oregon state.
1: Nice Beaver
0: take it on New Mexico state. The Aggies you've been high on Oregon state all year. So I'm just going to pencil in Oregon state for you. Correct. Yep. Okay. Oregon state takes down New Mexico state, San Diego, the Toreros, right? I believe that's their name. Uh, Take it on Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt, kind of a blue blood here. You I mean, Vandy in an upset? Uh, or I guess that's not an upset. They're 36 and 21. They're the two seed against the Toreros. Uh, you got San Diego uh, taking down Vandy?
1: No, I'm going to end up taking Vanderbilt here in this matchup. They have a, a good three man starting rotation and good bullpen. This team's built off of good pitching. Um, a team ERA of 399, which is 16th in the country, 126 whip, which is 10th in the country. Uh, they're 13 or no, I'm looking at the wrong team here. 128 whip, which is 14th in the country, 404 team ERA, which is 18th in the country. They have a team or a top 50 RPI. Uh, they're 10 and 17 against top 50 teams, 12 and seven on the road. I think they get the job done against San Diego, but San Diego is a little bit of a dangerous team here from the West coast conference.
0: Yeah, and I got Vandy actually coming out of this this bracket, this little uh yeah this bracket here. I got Vandy, or not the whole bracket, but the uh yeah just just this little matchup here. Uh, I got Vandy taking out, uh, pulling off the upset against the Beavers. You got the Beavers winning this.
1: Yeah, I have Oregon State winning this. And if you got this at the beginning of the week, there is some betting value here at Oregon State minus 115 to come out of the regional because of big bad Vandy. But the books have adjusted and now Oregon State's minus 150 favorite. And I'm a little bit more comfortable in that now because they must have gotten hammered on that. So I have. Oregon state meeting UCLA in the super, which is going to be a very, very interesting and fun rematch from the pac 12 conference.
0: tournament.
1: I have Oregon state beating UCLA. And then to finish out the bottom half of that right side bracket, I have Southern miss being Miami. I have grand Canyon knocking off North Carolina just to end North Carolina's hot run here. And then I have Stanford also going to Omaha from the right side. Uh, Who's in your uh, final bracket in Omaha.
0: I got right Stanford side. taking on Arkansas, and okay. and I got Southern Miss taking on Florida State. All right, we have you covered on the College Baseball Experience. We got more episodes to come as the season heats up. Make sure you give Noah Binek a follow at seventy seven NB. Give the College Baseball Experience a follow on TCE on SGPN. If you give us a five star review, take a screenshot. On iTunes, of your review, show it to us. Uh, and uh, we'll send you a t shirt. How about that? I'm on who, Twitter at the Colby Who do you have B. winning at all, Colby? Buddy, do I need to? Do I need to? Are you really? <laughs> <laughs> you <don't wanna> know. <laughs> no, I mean, look, you, I think Tennessee's going to do it because, look, I'm going chalk. They got that fur coat shit going on. It's delicious. Uh, so. Hey, give me give me the Vols. Although the Hokies could give them a, a test, I think. Who do you got winning it all?
1: I have my preseason pick of Oregon State beating Virginia Tech in the college. I like it, Series. Actually.
0: Give me give me uh, give me the Hokies to get it done. Give me the Hokies to win it You all. have
1: Virginia Tech beating Tennessee. Like that's an interesting yeah. pool there for you. You have Tennessee, East Carolina, and Virginia Tech up there.
0: There we go. There we go. All right, subscribe to the uh, the college baseball experience. Remember also subscribe to the college football experience as we start our 131 team preview. Going over the win totals, going over the roster for every single team in college football FBS, and we have an FCS preview. We do subscribe also to the College Basketball Experience. We just saw a ton of play. Drew Timmy, all these players came back. We're entering a great era of college basketball uh, as the NIL has helped bring a lot of players back. So subscribe to those. Subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast, and uh, yeah, let's let's keep on rocking. All right, folks, this is the college baseball experience you better start thinking about yours and we out of here